Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of taking the journey toward inner peace. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so when it comes to the pursuit of inner peace and the ways I think many of us conceptualize it, it can often feel like a selfish pursuit, or we could say a a self-oriented pursuit, that it's primarily related to my happiness, my fulfillment in this life, and less to do with other pursuits that we might connect to our sense of purpose related to helping other people, uh, serving the planet, or something that is not related to ourselves. The idea of just cultivating inner peace, it's like, okay, that has to do with me. So I just want to talk about why I think this is one of the most important things you can do, not just for yourself, but for all of those whose lives you aim to serve, who you care about, or any endeavor that is meaningful to you. When you don't have a sense of okayness in your being, the ability to be still, the ability to feel whole in yourself, the ability to know yourself thoroughly and be calm in your heart, then what ends up happening is you look subconsciously to the external world to fill internal holes, gaps, and to mend wounds. All of this can take a lot of different forms from things that may have happened in childhood where we were abandoned or didn't get the love that we needed or felt powerless or weren't attuned to, to things that happen even later in life where we're mistreated or we experience a trauma. But all of these things, in some way, shape, or form, that we've all experienced to some degree, can leave us feeling less whole and complete. And what the mind does with that is it goes outward. When it comes to healing and growth, the heart goes inward, the mind goes outward. And so the mind looks toward things that can be arranged in your life to give you a sense of stability, a sense of safety, a sense of fulfillment, praise, acceptance, love. And what does this look like? Well, if you perhaps felt powerless when you were younger, how do we get power from the external world? Well, I'm going to build a big empire. I'm going to be in control. No one's going to be able to tell me what to do. I'm going to have a lot of influence. 
And you could see how some of that could be potentially positive, but a lot of it could also be like toxic. It's kind of like a little kid trying to get on top of the playground and tell everyone what to do, only they're controlling perhaps a big company or having a lot of influence in an organization or in a family for that matter. And so this is an example of something that happens internally that in order to compensate for it, because we haven't created yet a sense of inner peace, we uh, force a manipulation of the external world. And in this case, I'm kind of referencing an organization, but let's look at it in the context of a relationship. If you didn't get love as a child, or there's some core wound where you didn't feel seen or accepted or liked, or you were made fun of, and it just left this feeling of not being good enough, or maybe not being accepted, or some deep sense of not being lovable, then what's going to happen in your relationship? Well, subconsciously or consciously, but usually subconsciously, you're now looking for this person, especially if it's your intimate partner, to uh, fill you up. And you end up, without realizing it, depending on them being a certain way for you and being attached to you in a certain way, talking to you in a certain way, praising you in a certain way, um, and behaving in a certain way that makes you feel okay, that makes you feel loved, that makes you feel like they're there, that you're accepted. Of course, not all of this is bad. We get into partnership for uh, a lot of these reasons because we're building a life together and we have certain needs. But it's one thing to state your needs and recognize that another person has the autonomy to say, like, I accept or don't accept that and co-create what you need in partnership together consciously. And it's another thing to have subconscious expectations and then engage in subconscious manipulation of another person to be a certain way in order for you to be okay. That's codependence. And this is what a lot of people get caught in. And the foundation of it is not feeling okay in themselves not feeling at peace in their own heart and therefore constantly feel threatened when a partner talks to someone else or doesn't give them enough time or says something that could potentially indicate that they're withdrawing love or not accepting of you, whatever it might be, it then becomes a thing and it's less to do about them and it's more about to do more to do with a wound that is unresolved in you and a peace that is dependent on another person being a particular way in order for your wound to not get activated and this is why the journey toward inner peace and you developing an internal groundedness and clarity and acceptance and love and peace within yourself impacts all other aspects of your life because you are no longer subconsciously dependent on those things in order to feel a sense of okayness and this runs really deep i mean you might have some conscious orientation to it right now as you're considering it but there are so many different layers and levels to 
how we are subconsciously orienting to the world in order to feel okay in ourselves. And so I invite you to just consider this and consider the path that you've taken to uh, and the responsibility that maybe you've established or haven't established yet for your own well-being. Again, this is not to say that we don't grow in partnership. I'm the first to say that there are just some things that you're not going to be able to do outside of some form of a relationship because there's just certain things that won't get triggered other than in relationship. We're relational beings. We come into this world in a relational way. We depend on relationships, especially in our early years, and we're still interconnected to a larger system that has relationships. Our sense of identity is is created through relationship. How we locate ourselves is created through relationship. Uh, how we learn about ourselves and work through triggers and wounds and heal like is through relationship. So it's not to say that this stuff it can't um, happen th- through relationship. That like you need to heal all of your stuff before getting into relationship. No, and I may have even said that like earlier in my teaching days and. Um, you know, that, that, that would have been ignorant. Uh, so like that is included in this. Um, and you can do that while simultaneously taking responsibility for your own well-being, your own healing, and your own peace. Because at the end of the day, you are the one who has to experience your thoughts, your emotions, your sensations, your pains, your wounds, your sensory experience, all of it. That is filtered through you. And even though this might sound cold, that is your responsibility. Regardless of what has happened in your life and the ways that you've been harmed and the difficult things that you've been through, the the spiritual responsibility is still... This is a deck of cards I've been given, and now that I am awake to it, now that I am bringing consciousness to it, I have an opportunity to respond versus react. This doesn't mean we don't work to change the external world so that harms don't get repeated, but the idea that there is going to be someone who is able to save you, to do your healing work, to create your freedom, is false. That work can only be done by you. It can be supported and encouraged by other people. That's part of what I'm trying to do here. But that is that is your journey. And so uh, the first thing is just an invitation to have an honest assessment with yourself of where you are on that journey and where you might be putting the burden of that journey on other people or other things or deities or beings or God or whoever, uh, to do that work for you. And uh, as I've been sharing, um, you know, one of the reasons I'm talking about the theme of inner peace is because that is the theme of this upcoming online retreat, uh, Inner Peace Settling the Agitation, where we will be doing a deep dive into creating that internal container of groundedness, fulfillment, self-love and acceptance, working through the agitating mind states of not being able to forgive, holding grudges, resentment, jealousy, these things that keep us activated and overwhelmed, 
and all the ways that we over-identify with our experience uh, such that it keeps us in loops of uh, suffering and pain and just trapped in a prison of our own minds. This is the experience of the majority of people just riding the roller coaster of, oh, this moment's good, now I'm happy. Oh, this moment's bad, now I'm not happy. That is uh, a, a low-level way to live. Low-level, not in a way of like judging that it's lower. Low-level in the sense of you have more capacity in your mind, in your evolved homo sapien sapien being to be aware of what is arising and choose a different relationship to it that will condition whether it creates suffering or whether it creates inner freedom, space, and happiness. So if you want support on that journey, I'd love to have you at the retreat. You don't need to attend live. It is recorded and all the sessions are available within 30 minutes of each session. So um, you can sign up and then view them later on. But if you are able to attend live, I'd love to have you there. We have live Q&As, a lot of content, um, a lot of meditations, and uh, 12 plus hours of teaching and practices with a lot of follow-up resources. I won't go into all of it here. Um, I'll just mention one of the small things is you will get a customized inner peace meditation that you can use, uh, you know, for the rest of your life, but as like a daily practice to uh, work with the mind and cultivate this inner environment. And that's only available in this retreat. Uh, so check out the resource page. It has all the details about what the retreat's about, uh, what's included, the schedule, um, and all those details can be found at coreymiscara.com forward slash retreat. And the link will also be in the show notes. Um, hope to have you there, uh, especially if you've been listening for a while and I haven't gotten the chance to meet you yet. It would be wonderful to see you. Thanks so much for your practice. Lots of love. And until next time, take care.